What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Dynasty Mafia podcast. Happy Saturday for you all. November 6th, October came and gone. We are now into the fall times. Eric, speaking of falling, hopefully you weren't sitting at the bottom of the standing so far through eight weeks. Welcome into week nine, guys. We're already talking about that. It's crazy. I don't know how we're here. Uh, but if you are watching us on YouTube or Twitter, you can tell it is just the two of us, Eric and I, tonight. We do not have uh, any Keenan, unfortunately. But uh, how you doing, Eric? Why don't you say hello to everybody? Doing good, doing good. One leg of the tripod is down, but that's all right. We're still standing. Um, I've actually, what you mentioned in the beginning, I have one league. I'm in the bottom, but it's a league I, I'm, I'm tanking in on top of losing Cam Makers and Michael Thomas, so. I mean, what can you do, you know? And I have that's, Deshaun that's Watson. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that that's definitely tough. I'm in, uh, I'm in a plentiful of leagues, as, as we know. So, uh, I definitely have a few that I'm near the bottom, especially in some dynasties where um, I still keep telling myself I'm fighting. I, 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 for some reason in my head, I told myself now that we have an extra game. Uh, I somehow think I can last until like week ten uh, if I only have like three wins. So. I need to get used to this extra game and telling myself uh, week week eight week nine is, is crunch time. You need to start getting those wins. Um, if you're if you have six losses right now, you need to figure out next season. Um, if you're in redraft and you have six losses, start uh, maybe trading for some keeper players. Um, but yeah, tonight uh, we're we're gonna discuss the week nine. There's a lot going on. We have lots to talk about. There's was a crap load of injuries in week eight. It was really unfortunate, really sad. Uh, I was, you know, texting Eric and, and Keenan uh, on Sunday that I, I think I cried uh, at least twice with with the amount of things going on with Kelvin Ridley um, and his unfortunate concerns. And hopefully he gets better than Miles Sanders got put on IR. Uh, I took a really big L on uh, on my favorites, on my favorite players here. Um, but yeah, we're we're gonna move on tonight without Keenan. We're gonna go through all the matchups. We're gonna talk uh, about our starts and streams as well. So why don't we get into some of the news and notes, Eric? Uh, the biggest thing, uh, Derrick Henry, big man, was on a massive pace. We just talked last week about the record-setting pace he was on or two weeks ago and uh, if he had the ability to break that. And, and he really was uh, having an amazing season, and it's just so sad that a foot takes down a man of that stature. So um, I know you, you've you been touting him all season, talking about taking him at two. I'm very upset. I mean, hey, I, regardless of the injury, I would still take him at two. I mean, what he was doing is just absolutely crazy. Um, I, I don't know. Yeah, it's very unfortunate. I have I have a few Derrick Henry shares, but I don't know. I, I, it's, it has nothing to do with him being broken down either. I, I, I don't like that people say that. Um, I mean, any running back can get injured. I mean, any player can get injured at any time, but – I mean, the injury wasn't because he's broken down or anything. I mean, what he was doing clearly showed he has plenty of juice in the tank left. Um, and I think he's going to come back from this, and he's going to have a great year next year again too. But well, I think he stays healthy. Well, that's, that's a big thing. And you just said you, you think he's not broken down. Well, he'll be 28 next year. Uh, people have been talking, almost waiting, I think, for the train of Derrick Henry to break. Um, but we saw CMC doing it now for his second year. Do you think that CMC getting injured now for two straight seasons is really going to scare Henry even more, maybe even out of the first round? Oh, he's definitely not going to be in the first round. I mean, I guess – well, He might that, be back to the playoffs. That, I, I think know, that's because, a big yeah, thing. We have to remember that. Playoffs. So, I mean, yeah. once, once people see what he does in the playoffs, um, if he comes back and he's playing playoffs and looks like his normal self, uh, then no, I don't see him falling out of the first round, but – um, if he struggles at all, then yeah, definitely. Are you buying him in any dynasty leagues right now? Have you gone out and thought about paying any? Uh, I haven't sold it? him in any. Um, well, actually, that that's false. I traded Derrick Henry. What did I trade? I traded Derrick Henry actually in two firsts, two future firsts, a twenty third, twenty twenty three first, a twenty twenty four first. Derrick Henry for CMC and Chuba Hubbard. So, and that that's a team though. I'm. We were just talking about them both. I'm in. I'm top three. I'm. I'm a you know very very strong contender. So I mean, I had to make a move, and CMC's coming off IR this week. So, 
Um, well, and that's a that's an immediate move, like you just said. So, I mean, that that's going to get you right in where you know Henry's out for at least seven weeks. Um, but so Henry, uh, 23 and 24 first for CMC and Hubbard. I think I remember, oh, I, remember, I forgot that you even did that now that you mentioned it. That was a good trade. Was that with Keenan? Scoots. Who you do that with? Ah, okay. There you go. Um, all right. So quick, quick, two, two quick things. Sorry. McNichols or AP, uh, are you, are you worried about either of them? Are you excited for either of them? Um, AP is going to be the starter, obviously, as it seems, but, um, do you have any value in redraft for either of them? Uh, yeah, I think AP is going to put up consistent low end RB two numbers. Um, he, you know, everyone's really excited about McNichols and I get it, but they're going to give AP a lot of carries. Um, he's not going to do a ton with the carries, but they're going to give him a lot of carries. Uh, you, know, you know, I mean, if he if he gets some big holes like like Derrick Henry, Henry got, he might be able to break away for a few too, depending on what kind of speed he has left. But I mean, it, it's I'm not really I'm not I'm, I didn't run to grab either one of them off the waivers this week. No. What about AJ Brown? Did this show up as an increase? I mean, he's questionable for this week. Um, I know he didn't practice yesterday, uh, Friday, but I I fully expect. AJ Brown to he's already seen near 10 targets a game. So I fully expect that to continue, if not exceed the uh, frequency of him getting the double digit targets. What about Julio though? I mean, your thoughts. I think it's good for both of them. I mean, everyone's worried about Ryan Tannehill saying that he's going to be worse because teams aren't, don't have to stack the box, but I mean, it might be even better for him because he's going to be throwing the ball a lot more to both of those guys. And, yeah, I, I'm. I really, I think it's going to be good for, for all three of them. Um, but in the end, no matter how good that passing attack is, I'm really not excited about either two of these guys. Like I said, if you need a running back, AP is the guy I would go for because I think he's going to be the most consistent. But again, more of a low end RB two, high end RB three. Uh, AP or James Conner, rest of season. Kind of getting a lot of touchdowns, a lot of red zone carries, which That's is what really you're going to hope for with AP. Yeah, I mean, just be right, right this second. I'd probably go with James Conner just because of the unknown of McNichols. But if McNichols sucks and he isn't anything good, then yeah, I'm going to be wishing I went AP. Yeah, I think McNichols will continue his role, the passing down, uh, the passing down back for them. Um, but we're seeing that Henry's getting 20 to 25 plus, sometimes 30 carries. Uh, yeah, AP can't get that. So they need to either throw the ball 15 or 20 times more a game, or McNichols will have to see some more carries. Uh, one more. How about. Mm, oh, man. Yeah, this is kind of tough now. What about Mark Ingram or AP the rest of the season? Mark Ingram getting rejoined. I, I go AP there. Okay. All right, let's move on from those guys. Um, James Robinson's day-to-day, they said he avoided a serious injury. Are you starting him against Buffalo? One of the top-run defenses in the league. Number one overall right now. Hey, hey, go Bills. Um, I mean, you, you might have to. If you have him, I mean – Depends. It really depends who you're sitting. I mean, if you don't have another top, you know, top twenty guy, you have to play him. But if you're able to sit him and you have a better flex option, and you can you can slot two better running backs in, um, and you can you know you can find someone to throw in your flex, I would definitely do what I can to 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 sit him this week, especially because they're going to be playing from behind. I mean. Providing some crazy thing happens tomorrow, they're, they're going to be they're going to be throwing a lot. So, so yeah, I'm 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 forced to play him in a league too. I couldn't get anybody in the waiver. Um, he might. I was, get I'm some Tony catches, Pollard. Though. He's probably going to get some catches. Um, yeah, he, he may, but, but they don't allow any big plays, so it's tough to and it's tough to see them moving the ball down the field. So I'm I'm afraid he might have a single digit game. Um, very touchdown dependent, but you know I might even take I would take Devin Singletary. I would take Tony Pollard. Um, I would take Khalil Herbert going up against Pittsburgh o- over him. Uh, Jameis Winston tore his ACL. That's another player that I was very upset about on Sunday. Uh, I was looking forward. I'm sure a lot of people were to him having a great season, and they were winning. So 
Um, you got Trevor Simeon, you got Taysom Hill coming in, you got Michael Thomas not coming in anymore. Uh, so it seems like Elvin Kamara continues to just get the dominance and, and heavy workload even when Ingram came back. Uh, but Eric, what are you what are you doing with anybody in New Orleans right now? Are you interested in anybody besides Kamara? Um, not, no, not, really. not doing much. I mean, yeah. honestly, I'm, I'm honestly worried about Kamara too. Um, is Hill going to be starting? Right. I'm guessing. Uh, it sounds like Simeon. Really? That's actually surprising. Um, I'll double check it. While no, you... I think you're right. I think you're right. But, um, yeah, no, I'm really not excited about anybody here. And it, it's, it's a downgrade for Kamara too, as well for me. You know, I was actually trying to starting to do some research last week um, on Kamara, and I was going to write an article about how we should get rid of him and, and sell him, and uh, his workload can't be consistent. And I stopped. <laughs> I stopped looking at, you know, I started looking at the stats, and I tried to see any of the negatives of, of, to him, and I couldn't. And then the Michael Thomas news came out, and then the Jameis Winston news came out. So I, I just am going to continue to say he's a he is going to continue to get the volume and he's a touchdown machine as he's always been. He's on pace for uh, double digit touchdowns again. It's just the catches. I understand that the catches are not what we were expecting. Yeah. I, I agree with you. Um, that's what actually I was looking into was his targets and receptions. This is the second lowest uh, of his career through seven games. And of the amount I'm not of worried about games. the, I'm not worried about the workload either, but it's just, he's got a lot of he's literally the only person that defenses are going to have to focus on. Um, happened last year, though. Every, yeah, I just yeah. It would happen last year with Taysom Hill, who but they still the had a, they still had a much better. Regardless of how, regardless of where Breeze was at in his career, he is much better than Trevor Simeon. I mean, I, I don't know. It's Simeon, uh, Simeon moved the ball. I I'm, I'm excited that they picked Simeon over Hill. I think it's saying a lot, even though Hill had the concussion. But they did say he he cleared it. Maybe he isn't fully ready. Um. But I don't know. I'm I'm excited to see what Kamara, Kamara can continue to do, and he's going to be on a career pace for uh, rushes to, as well. So he's making up for it then from the catch game. We'll see what Simeon can do. Uh, Calvin Ridley and Sanders, I'd mentioned, they're out. T.Y. Hilton's out. Um, that actually already happened. Sorry, he was out with a concussion. Uh, Debo is probable with the calf, but they say George Kittle's coming back. Uh, Devontae Parker's going on IR. So Jalen Waddle's a big buy for me. Um, he's already getting a lot of catches and targets, but that's going to continue. I know not much is downfield, um, but hopefully Will Fuller get healthy and two is getting more acclimated into the offense. Um, Noah Fant's out with COVID. Sam Darnold's a game-time decision. Uh, they said he cleared concussion protocol, but now they're bringing up the shoulder injury. I'm going to be honest. I'm not going to be surprised if they sit him. Uh, playing against the Patriots, he saw goes last year against the Patriots. So we know Belichick has his number. Um, CMC is supposed to be coming back. They just activated him off IR, what, a couple hours ago. So, Eric, uh, what are you thinking for the game? What do you think about DJ Moore? What do you think about CMC? Are you confident in starting CMC as a surefire top three RB? Uh, maybe not. Is he 100% playing this week? Yeah, they activated him. Well, the, the, tomorrow in pregame, sorry. So the pregame, they're going to go through it, but they activated him. They're expecting him to play minor, you know, barring any setbacks. So we should know by 1130. I mean, if CMC is healthy and they say they are playing him, I, it'd be very, very hard for me to not play him. Um, oh, no, they have to be playing, but do you, do you start him with I the don't expect that a he's full, a, No, I don't expect a full workload. I, I don't. No, I fully expect Hubbard to get to get still get a decent amount of carries, and just Perfect. work in general. Okay, so you're, are you still starting Hubbard then? If you have him and you don't have CMC, you still like maybe playing him in a flex. More of a low end flex play. Hubbard or Chase Claypool, Monday night against Chicago. Claypool. Uh, Hubbard or Zach Moss. Moss. And we'll talk about Moss later. We'll talk about Moss later. Uh, what about Hubbard and Mike Davis? I mean, you're really hoping to both get a touchdown. 
probably maybe Davis. He's been he was Davis was very consistent in the beginning. I mean, he had two bad games, but yeah, I mean, Patterson started seeing a lot more of the carries and a lot more of the workload. So I think I need to stop. Well, first let me ask you: Is he a sell? Cordero Patterson, are you, try, are you getting rid of him right now? If you have him, are you worried about? If you can actually get something, I would. I mean, what? Who's gonna? What are you gonna really get? I mean, well, I, I mean, it's it's not that. You, I feel well, like you're nobody getting a top wants five. to trade for him. That's true. He's a weapon, though. He's getting a lot of catches. He's get he's well. He's getting used in the passing game as a wide receiver. He's getting used, obviously, as a running back. He's scoring for them. They don't have Calvin Ridley for at least three weeks. Uh, and you know, without Derrick Henry now, he's technically running back seven. So he's being consistent. I trust me. I, I, this what you're saying, I think, is what a lot of people who don't own Cordero Patterson are saying: is wow, it's really tough to have him. But if you did draft him, what a diamond in the rough you feel like you found. Um, but what about Cordero Patterson or Josh Jacobs? I mean, I don't know. Jacobs is tough. Probably, probably go Jacobs, but I, that's a good one because if you are trading Pet, if you are trading Patterson away, I mean, make sure you get at least another top fifteen back. Like I wouldn't. Obviously, I've said in the past, like I don't usually don't trade any running backs for anything other than another running back. Um, I mean, obviously, unless I have five or six running backs and I'm good. Um, but yeah, I mean, if I can, if like, if you're thinking about a couple guys behind him, if I can flip him for like Joe Mixon, I would, I would do that in a heartbeat. Um, who, who else is behind him? I'm trying to think. Well, see, he's got over 100 yards in three of his last five games. Well, three of his last four games, and he's at least 14 points in every game besides week one when they really were trying to figure out how to use him. So he's really – I love the Falcons. I've been believing the Falcons all season, so I need to stop, I think, getting rid of the Patterson hate and start thinking about maybe uh, buying Maybe him. I'm the Deontay one. Deontay Johnson? Yeah. Deontay Johnson or Cordero Patterson? That one's tough, I guess. Yeah. 16, but, 23, 34, 18 the last two games. Like, yeah, he's putting them up. So uh, keep an eye out for Cordero Patterson. Um, let's move on, though. Let's move on. Uh, we are 20 minutes in, got through the news and notes. We're going to talk about a bunch of the matchups here. I'm um, hopefully going to keep this into like a 50 to 55-minute show for you guys so, so it isn't too crazy. But uh, make sure you are following us on Twitter at DynastyMafia underscore FF. Uh, make sure you're following me at Antonio Denisi FF. Uh, and Eric Biggie underscore FF. Uh, and make sure you are checking us out on YouTube, uh, youtube.com slash Dynasty Mafia Podcast, as well as our website, Dynasty Mafia Podcast.network. Uh, yeah, we got a lot going on, right, Eric? We got a lot going on. We got, uh, like I said, week nine. Somehow we're already in here. Uh, I know you said with one of your redraft leagues, you, uh, was it one of your redrafts or Dynasty? You said you were in the bottom. Dynasty. I actually know one of the redrafts. Yeah, I know one of your redrafts, you're low, but you got a lot of points. How do you feel about? I want to talk about this. Oh, I'm, I actually, yeah, that one. I was first in points, but or I was second in points, but I was in last place. But me in first place, which Keenan was first place, of course. Um, we're oh here it is. We're both beating everybody by over a hundred points. I'm in fourth place now, though. Two weeks yeah, ago, that was so close. Yeah, I don't, a lot of my leagues, I've noticed there was there's not much disparity from the top and bottom. Like a lot of a lot of my leagues have between those three to six wins. I don't really have anybody that's uh, winless besides you know our own home league. That's the only player. But I'm in nine leagues, and I feel like it's been a lot more competitive. Uh, maybe I'm crazy, but the thing I wanted to ask you was, if you you got to look at your team with the position you're in, right? Because of how close maybe a lot of leagues have been, or with how many points you have. If you're in second place right now, and you're eighth in points, you need to figure that out. You know, you need to work on that. You need to make some changes. If you're not battling injuries, if you're not battling uh, your own demises where you're not starting the right players each week, you have to get some more firepower. And, you know, that goes inverse as well. If, you know, like we were just saying with Eric, if you're near the bottom, if you're seventh, eighth, ninth place, um, and you're near the top three, top four in scoring, you're be confident. Uh, you know, you, you have players. It's just not all coming together. Uh, so I, I think that you need to be smart. And if you need 
maybe you can double up, do a two for one deal. Um, I'm, I'm working on a deal right now to possibly send Michael Pittman and Mike Williams for DK Metcalf. I mean, that's, that's a, you know, as well as Mike Williams have been playing and we just saw Pittman doing well, you want to stack up to get the elite because neither of those two are probably going to finish in the top five. DK has that chance to finish in the top five. Um, you got Russell Wilson coming back, but you know, just an example, maybe a little bit of an overpay, but you want to get rid of some depth sometimes because, and maybe correct me if you have a different opinion, Eric, but I'm looking to, I don't care about too much about depth when I'm looking for a playoff run. You know what I mean? Like there's people who say you want to have depth during the season, of course, maybe even deeper, but after I'm past like week eight or nine, I'm trying to trade players, especially for the trade deadline to make my starting lineup stronger. Yeah, especially in redraft league. I mean, maybe not in a dynasty league, but in redraft league, you want the number one player at each position. So, I mean, I I would make that trade all day for DK Metcalf. I mean, like I said, with Russell Wilson coming back, what, in maybe two weeks? Even now without him, he you know, Geno Smith is going to is going to DK over the other guys. So, um, yeah, I, I like that one. All right. Let's get into the matchups then. We're going to start Buffalo at Jacksonville. Uh, so we talked a little bit about James Robinson, how we're going to do if we're going to play him. Um, what about Stefan Diggs, though? Uh, is he ready to break out? This is one of the worst passing defenses in the league. Uh, they're getting rocked almost every single game, losing by double-digit points. Um, the Bills, I have a feeling they're going to come out and just blow the blow the top off here, at least my hope. But Stefan Diggs only has one game over 90 yards. Uh, there were some people that were taking him wide receiver one. Are you concerned about Stefan Diggs? I believe he's only got three touchdowns. Like, what's what's going on here? Josh Allen's still having a great season. No, I'm not worried. Um, I mean, you know, they added Emmanuel Sanders. Yeah, still got Beasley and Davis, and then you obviously the emergence of Knox, which I think that's been a, been a big part of it too. Um, and defense is kind of focusing on on Diggs, knowing what he did last year. But but yeah, I think this is a great great game for him to turn it around and and get the the Jets going. So yeah, I mean, look for him to have a great back half of the year. Um, him and Allen got a great connection, and that's never going to go away. So it's gotta it's gotta turn around at some point. And he's still doing good. I mean, he's he's, he's putting up consistent numbers, just not. Not those. Yeah, no, uh, nothing that you could say. Game winning type of. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's probably one week. He's got two touchdown, two games in a row with a touchdown. So hopefully that is uh, positive moving forward. Uh, Stefan Diggs or Justin Jefferson rest of the season? Honestly, that's tough. Honestly, I'd probably go Diggs. What about Diggs or Elvin Kamara? I'm, I'd have to go Kamara there. Even without the catches, huh? Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, all right. Next game. Let's move on to Cleveland and Cincinnati. Uh, the battle for Ohio. We got Burrow versus Baker. Uh, Nick Chubb's coming back. Uh, what do you – again, Chubb's coming back, so we're pro- you're going to start him no problem. Dearness Johnson's taking a backseat like he did last week. Even though he got a touchdown – I'm not too concerned about that. Um, Chubb's going to be coming back. They probably were just uh, getting him – well, they were getting him back into the system, but without Kareem Hunt, um, I'm expecting Nick Chubb to uh, do well, even though they probably will be trailing. Cincinnati does give up a good amount of receptions to running backs, but that's not Chubb's wheelhouse, so Dearness could get there. But how do you see this game playing out, Eric? I mean, obviously – the Browns are going to ride everything they can on Nick Chubb. They're going to try and keep the ball out of Burrow's hands. Um, yeah, obviously, we've seen, you know, in past this entire season, the you know the Bengals can put up plenty of points. Um, but yeah, the the wide receiver that I'm looking at though, and 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 very interested in this week is Donovan People Jones with the uh, Browns. You know, I like him a lot. And he wasn't he's not a high draft pick coming out last year. He's not, you know, any kind of fancy name, but he's good. He's got a lot of talent, especially with OBJ completely out of the picture now. They can just focus on the future and focus on what they want to do with that offense. Um I mean, I I think he he could maybe go out there and have have a decent week. Um 
but yeah, they're this is gonna be you know, Nick Nick's Chubb Nick Chubb's offense and and that's it. What do you think about Tyler Boyd? If if he doesn't if he gets single digits uh for this game, that'll be four out of five where he does have single digits, and then they're gonna go into a bye week. Is he someone you're considering dropping, or is he still someone you're keeping on your bench? I mean, if you if you need if you have like somebody on a bye week and you need to fill a, a position, I'm okay dropping him. But at the same time, looking at what's really on the waiver wire, I'm not excited about it because uh, I still think he's a better flex option than what you are going to find on the waiver wire. Yeah, he's certainly been touchdown dependent. Uh, that's that's what's been saving his weeks. Uh, he's got three t- uh, two touchdowns so far, but like I said, he he's only got uh, a couple games where he's gotten the double digit points, and they have a really tough schedule. The Bengals do uh, to end their last seven games after their bye week, so hopefully they do get refreshed. But uh, they're playing against the bottom nine. Six of the last seven games is the bottom nine in passing defenses. So Jamar Chase, who currently leads the league in yards per reception. Uh, with 20.7, which, by the way, is higher than what A.J. Brown had his rookie year. Uh, he's obviously getting touchdowns like crazy. Is Jamar Chase matchup proof? Uh, we saw the only 30 yards last week, but he got a touchdown. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm not uh, – any matchup at all, he is – he's going in your lineup. He, he, you know, I I didn't think it was going to happen, but he is wide receiver three right now. Um yeah, no, I, I don't care who he's playing. He's in my lineup. Yeah, they – What he's doing is is fantastic. I mean, it's just what, you know, Justin Jefferson did last year. Um, exactly what he did, you know, in terms but of – even better. Points. Yeah, even yeah. better. Um, but, yeah, the uh, Cleveland goes up to the 10th most yards and the 6th most, most passing touchdowns uh, for fantasy. So, I'm excited for Jamar Chase, and I'm excited for Cincinnati to take that one. Uh, Denver and Dallas, we got a comeback game. Judy's coming back off IR. Dak's coming back from his calf injury. And it sounds like uh, we might have a shootout, do you think? Do you think Teddy Bridgewater can keep up with Dallas, or do you think they're just going to roll away with it? Ten and a half point favorites, Vegas says. I think they'll keep it close just because Dallas is always in close games because they suck. Um, <laughs> they, their <true>. defense, <laughs> I know. But it's Dallas. Everyone makes fun of Dallas. Um, yeah, no, I, 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 I think Dallas is gonna is gonna leave this game. Their their offense is just too good to lose to to them. But they'll keep it close. I think ten and a half is that's a bit much. I don't. know. What do you think? Uh, I I think that Dallas. Although I did forget they traded Kirk Cousins. Miller. Yeah, that's the thing. They they traded away Von Miller. I don't know why I said Kirk Cousins. But they traded away Von Miller, uh, and that's that's what I think is going to be the big difference, especially for Zeke. Yeah, um, that's the thing, that. though, is I wonder though if if they're going to attack, you know, the run game and just take Zeke and Pollard and give him thirty or thirty-five carries, and then you only see a twenty-five attempt game from Dak, uh, because that's what you're not really getting. You're not getting a lot of games this season where it's either under two hundred fifty yards or over four hundred yards. Um, but we've we've been seeing Zeke and Pollard come out more and. Yeah, I wonder if that's going to be the game plan. Uh, but between CD and Amari, who who would you feel better starting? Uh, is CD playing for sure? I thought he was questionable. He is question. I mean, I I'm anticipating he's going to play. Um, I think he's excited for Dak to come back, but um, uh, I mean, I know it's his ankle, but we'll see. If he's playing, I'm I'm playing CD, but. I mean, if it's like a game time decision or something like that, then I'm I'd be more comfortable with a Murray. So let's say, um, let's say that CD doesn't play. Uh, would you rather have Amari or Keenan Allen? Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen. Uh, Amari or Mike Evans. Mike Evans. What about DeAndre Hopkins, who's questionable, or Amari? I guess the same with CD. I mean, if, if Hopkins is playing, but if he's like a game time decision again, I guess yeah, any obviously you're always more comfortable with the healthy player. Yeah, that was foolish. But you can't not play DeAndre Hopkins. 
Everything. Okay. All right. Let's move on to the next game. Houston and Miami. We're just going to run through this one. The only thing I really want to talk about is Miles Gaskin. Um, we know how Houston's been doing this season. My, Miami, they need this game to get right. Uh, two is coming off four touchdowns. He's, you know, looking a lot better, but they really need to uh, come out and just dominate. Well, coming off one two weeks ago, sorry, but they, they just played Buffalo last week. What well, Weren't able to get much going after the, the first half. But uh, Houston gives up the third most rushing touchdowns, and they give up the most rushing yards. So Miles Gaskin is only getting touchdowns through the air. doesn't have a rushing touchdown yet. A lot of people are throwing shade on him, but he's been coming around the last few weeks. They've been using him a lot in the passing game. Um, they've been using him a bit in the running game, but uh, it's he's been helping out, especially now with Devontae Parker leaving. Do you think Miles Gaskin can be a strong RB2, um, or are you not thinking about Miles Gaskin at all? At least 16 touches in the last two games. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I, I can't I, sell him. Just to just to say that I have not been able to sell Miles Gaskin for a few weeks. Even actively trying, or yeah, even after his 10 catch two touchdowns, it's nobody believed it. But you know, since then he's been getting the touches. Yeah, I probably um, yeah I probably wouldn't sell him for what you're going to get. I mean, especially like I said, a running back that's going to put up. I mean, even RB two numbers. That's that's very valuable in terms of fantasy. So, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely comfortable, especially going up against Houston. Um, I also think though on the Houston's end, I think Tyrod might be a pretty good stream if you need a quarterback this week. But um, overall, yeah, he's coming back. Overall, I was yeah, surprised. Were you surprised that they just immediately said Tyrod's playing and no Davis Mills? Yeah, I don't know. I guess. Maybe they don't think Mills is ready, which makes sense, or just didn't like what they saw, which also makes sense. So yeah, I mean, I know the team's uh, not not doing too hot. I was just surprised how easily they went back to Tyrod, but hopefully that's good for Brandon Cooks. Uh, he has not been been having a good season uh, after starting off pretty hot. But yeah, Miles Gaskin. We want I want to talk about schedules next week a little more, but they ever he's got a good schedule. Miami does. They got Houston, Baltimore, and the Jets the next three games. So all good running defense. Uh, are all good for fantasy purposes against uh, running backs. Uh, Carolina's tough, but, again, he helps in the passing yards, so that'll be helpful. Then they got the Giants and then a bye week and then the Jets. So you got a lot a lot of good for Miles Gaskin. So he, he's a big buy for me right now. So I know I said I was trying to sell him, but I think I think they're going to try and get him a lot more acclimated in the offense. And like I said, Parker's gone. Waddle's used a lot in the short game, so maybe they'll try to stretch the field with him and get Gaskin more involved. Uh, Atlanta at New Orleans. Talked about Calvin Ridley not being there. Who, where do you have Pitts right now as tight end rankings? Where, where, where is he for you? Yeah, I mean, now that Kittle's coming back, he's probably, he's probably four. He might be five still, but maybe four. Yeah, I still think, especially like, uh, he's two for me. Um, I still can't get him past Kelsey. I know just yet, but yeah, what, what we've seen that he can do is amazing. Um, I'm trying to trade for him because why not? <laughs> and I just expect that, you know, his bye week's gone already. I love trading for players that have no bye weeks. Um, just, you know, gets me excited. I don't know why you feel like you get that extra game, which you do, but, um, yeah, I'm definitely getting Kyle Pitts. Uh, but we talked about New Orleans earlier, switching their players. We talked a lot about Kamara, uh, do you think Kamara is going to be able to do well with against this divisional matchup? Do you think Pitts will do well? Are you, who are you worried about for either team? I mean, if anyone, I'm, you know, we talked about Patterson. I mean, the Falcons aren't really a scary team to go up against. So, I mean, really, the Saints, I guess, maybe Callaway or or uh, who else was it over there? Um, Traquan Smith. Smith, maybe one of them. You know, get a get a long touchdown or, or make a big play. Um, but I think Kamara will be fine in this game. Um, I think Pitts will be fine, too. Um, and like you said, maybe they'll lean on their run game a little bit more. Maybe that's good for both Patterson and Mike Davis since they don't have Ridley. But, you know, we'll see how that goes. But I am, you know, obviously don't play Matt Ryan. I'm not really excited about him. Like I said, all he does is the only person he has to throw to is Pitts or Patterson. So um, maybe Russell Gage has – comes back finally and, and does something. But 
or who else is it? Uh, Zacharias. Oh yeah, Olamide. Yeah, I don't know. Russell Gage really disappointed me with that 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 goose egg. Man, it was frustrating. Uh, okay, so Minnesota and Baltimore. I'm excited to see what Baltimore is going to do coming back off the bye. Uh, you have Minnesota coming in. Justin Jefferson coming off a poor week. Thielen's been hot with touchdowns. Kirk Cousins been on fire. Uh, what are you feeling with this Baltimore offense? Do you think Rashad Bateman uh, – let me ask you first. Out of the wide receivers, Bateman and Marquise Brown, who are you more excited for? Going to be Hollywood. You know, He's a top 10 wide receiver right now, which nobody saw coming. Um, I, I love Hollywood. I have since he's coming into – since he came into the league. You know, obviously with Bateman coming there and – yeah, you know these these Twitter rumors with with people talking about Lamar and trying to talk up OBJ going there. Um, it's worrisome just because the volume there and that passing attack isn't isn't really going to go up at all. But you know, out of all of them, I'm still sticking with Hollywood. Yeah, I agree with you there. Uh, he he's been fantastic. Uh, we uh, we both wanted that breakout last year, didn't get it. So he has been doing it this year. And, and you're right, I'm not worried about Bateman. Uh, Sammy Watkins has taken a step back. I know he's been injured too, but with Bateman coming in, Bateman may not be showing a lot on the stat sheet, but I think I've been impressed by him personally, uh, just from from the two games that I've seen. Um, I just I think he's doing everything right, and and they're getting him acclimated into the offense uh, as they should. So I just think that uh, Brown and Lamar are still taking those chances downfield, and now you have Bateman who could stretch the field even more. And uh, you know the Chargers give up the six, or sorry, the Vikings give up the six most sixth most fantasy points per game uh, against wide receivers. So I think Brown has a good chance to score. He's actually one of my, uh, one of my impresses this week. Oh, okay. So, oh, actually who's going to win the game? Um, who are we talking about Baltimore against um, Vikings? Vikings? Kirk Cousins has uh, been on fire. Yeah. I think Baltimore takes this cause they, they've been, they've been playing pretty good too, but. I think it's going to be a close one, probably a shootout here, to be honest. This could be a – what's the over-under on this one, I wonder? I think it might be around 47 or 48, if not 50. Yeah. Yeah, it, it definitely could get up there. Um, the Vikings have – they haven't been allowing much points. Uh, they've only, they haven't allowed more than 20 points in four of the last five games, uh, but they played Cleveland, Detroit, Carolina. Um, they did just play Dallas where they – had a formidable defense, but I agree. Baltimore coming off the bye. I'm excited. Uh, I'm excited to see what they can do. Saw Adam Thielen. I'm going to say it every week. I don't care that he keeps getting touchdowns. It's all the damn dude does is get touchdowns. Doesn't get yards for you. It's too dependent. Quit it. Uh, all right. Enough of that rant. Uh, Vegas and the Giants. So I didn't really want to talk too much about the Henry Rugg situation, but what I do want to discuss uh, about that is the impact, uh, obviously, of fantasy. Darren Waller is coming back. Uh, Brian Edwards just needs to step up. Um, what are you, what are you th- hoping to see out of Brian Edwards coming through? And do you think this means Waller is now tight end three? Like when you said, you know, Pitts is four. Who, who was, who was ahead of him? Was it Kittle and Kelsey and Andrews? Kelsey, Kittle, Andrews, Waller. Um, I mean, Hawkinson's even still in the mix for me. Um, you know, then Pitts. So it's a good good group of, of our tight ends here. You know, we got our, the tight ends are really stepping up this year. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, what, Edwards, he, he had a lot of hype coming in last year. You know, it's, he didn't do it last year, and everyone thinks that, you know, it's never going to come to fruition, but, like we've said in the past, wide receivers need two, three years to develop, especially, you know, somebody like him who didn't have that high pedigree um, and it didn't necessarily get the chance right off the bat, but now he's going to get that chance. You know, it's definitely, you know, with rugs not being there anymore, it's going to be a, a boost for Waller, of course, um, but they're going to need Edwards to do something here. So, you know, he's going to get his chance and we're going to see. Yeah, you know, I mentioned Jamar Chase leading the league in yards per reception. Uh, Brian Edwards is not too far behind, uh, averaging just shy of of 18 yards. So that that's a lot. He does help stretch the field. Ruggs uh, uh, was there to do that as well. But Brian Edwards can actually be a possession wide receiver too. I saw it last year. 
bought him a lot in dynasty in the off season. Um, you know, I, I thought Waller would take a step back, uh, which we haven't seen. So good for him. But um, yeah, Brian Edwards has at least four targets in every game, but one, and that's got to go up. You know, last game he did get the touchdown before the bye, uh, and then he had 60 yards the game before that. So 67, sorry. So hopefully uh, we could see him step up more. He's going to be my stream of the week. Um, we'll talk about him a little later, but um, yeah. I agree with you on that front. The Giants, Barkley's going to be out. He's got COVID. He just keeps frustrating the hell out of me this season, uh, as well as any any other owners with the injuries and and COVID coming through. So, um, Kadarius Tony's coming back. Devontae Booker's been performing well. Uh, do you plan to start any of them? Galladay, uh, I believe Galladay is still questionable, right? Yeah. Um, actually – I'm kind of hoping Galladay plays because there's. I oh, expected to play. Yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah, so there's might be a league where I, I have to throw him where we have a couple flexes. So, um, but yeah, I'm not really. You're you're playing Josh Jacobs. I would I would say um, Waller, but yeah, I don't know I, on the on the Giants side. Is Tony Tony's good, right? Is he? Did he get hurt? Yeah, again? he's gonna be playing. Yeah, oh, he'll be playing though. Okay. Um, uh, Jacob says touchdown, three straight games. Um, yeah, yeah. Again, coming off a of bye, uh, they the Giants don't do too well against the run. So I'm wondering if uh, you're gonna see Josh Jacobs, or sorry, they do well against the run. So I'm wondering if you're gonna see Josh Jacobs uh, getting utilized a lot. Like we said, they gotta figure something out. I know Rugs didn't. I was saying get a lot of yeah. Oops, sorry. I was gonna say though about Galladay, like he's somebody that I'm gonna try and get in leagues just because he's so cheap right now. And if he finally stays healthy, I'm telling you, he's gonna it's gotta turn around. I mean, they paid him too much money to just not use him. Um and how how long is Shepard out for? How bad was his injury? Uh he'll be out a little while. He'll be out a little while. He's gone. I mean you know, long term, it's going to be Tony and Galladay. So, I, I think it's—I really do think it's going to turn around for him. I think Galladay, if you're a, a contender, I think Galladay is a great target right now um, to go after, especially for the next couple of years as well. Um, and right now, you can probably get Galladay for maybe a second and third second, yeah. or second. You know, and to me for what his potential is and what he can potentially do if maybe Daniel Jones finally turns it around or maybe they get somebody else. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just – it's a little – very little risk with a potentially high reward. I have to fade him. I, I can't. I can't believe in Daniel Jones any anymore right now. And I, I think that once you see Gaudet come back – as much as I agree, like a second's not too bad to just, you know, throw at the wall, but you got Tony starting to emerge. Shepard's still there. Um, Darius Slayton, they know that they're not going to use him to supplant anybody, but he still is there. Uh, they didn't get rid of Evan Ingram. I don't know. I, I need to see – Daniel Jones needs to convince me before I could start buying anyone but Barkley. I do love Tony, though. I'm not going to lie, but we have seen a connection. Um, okay. So, uh, New England at Carolina – Mentioned earlier, Darnold might not be playing. Uh, so if that's the case, P.J. Walker, I know we had mentioned it, but P.J. Walker will be coming in. Uh, not good news for D.J. Moore. Uh, I personally am fading D.J. Moore, one of my stresses this week. Uh, I think he's not going to have a very good game at all with Darnold. Well, originally this was even with Darnold. You know, um, he's not performing well. He is. Darnold's not. So he's not getting much touchdown still. He does have, have Forbes on pace for a career high, but – the yards haven't been coming too much, and they're horrible targets too. Like that's the thing is, uh, when Darnold's throwing the ball, he's, he can't even catch it if it's not catchable. And PJ Walker coming in, maybe that'll help. He'll probably lean on DJ more, but I, I think that uh, that's who Bill Belichick's going to focus all of their efforts on is is DJ Moore. Yeah, providing CMC isn't playing a full game, then yeah, that that would make sense. Um, Stephon yeah, Gilmore's got a little revenge game. So. Coming in and and yeah, I, I, like I said, I still have hope for Sam Darnold. I was talking him up a lot this offseason, but I still, I, he still, he had, he had a really good first half 
or you know, first you know, couple games, three or four games. But yeah, I don't know what's going on there. Um, you know, maybe maybe it's just it's time. You know, people forget that Brady needed time to acclimate to the Bucks offense. I know Aaron's has a, has a a very you know crazy offense, but maybe that's just what Joe Brady and the Panthers have is just it's an offense that he needs to adjust to. They all need to get on the same page, and maybe that second half of the year they can make it click. He hasn't had CMC most games. I think that's massive. Like that's something yeah. nobody is talking about is that he hasn't had the best player on their team. I get it, DJ Moore is great, and that he's not really throwing the best of balls, but he doesn't really have any help in the backfield. Hubbard's been good, but he's been kind of slacking lately. Uh, they've been starting to split, split carries with him. They had a three-way uh, – or starting to split carries with him, but not three-way, sorry. But, yeah, I don't know. I'm hoping Hubbard can continue yeah. if something was to happen to CMC. But, uh, all right, we will con- – uh, Damian Harris, one more person I want to talk about. Him and Jacoby Myers. Uh, Jacoby Myers probably going to see Gilmore. Um, I would I would probably sit Jacoby Myers. Uh, still doesn't have any touchdowns, which is sad. But Damian Harris is still killing it. Um, he's actually going to be my start of the week. Um, he's going to be one of my impresses as well. Uh, I'm really excited for what he can do. I know that Carolina uh, is actually good against the run. But Damian Harris has, like I say, he's been killing it. He's second in the league in 100-yard games, technically he has an opportunity to get first now because Derrick Henry was leading that. Uh, but I'm also excited for what he can do on the ground because the game plan is most likely, especially P.J. Walker, they're going to be leading the game. Um, they're going to be trying to score early. Mac Jones will be leading the ball down the field. Um, and I think they're going to lean on Damian Harris. He's been getting 20-plus touches uh, in three of his last four games. They're using him in the red zone. He's sixth in red zone usage for running backs in the league. So anytime that they do drive down the field, they like to run the ball. And uh, they're going to want to control the clock. It's probably not going to be a high-scoring game. I think the Vegas total is like 46. So I'm taking the under for that. But um, I think the Patriots might handle the Panthers really well. And this is even before P.J. Walker. So that continues. Uh, All right. The Chargers and Philadelphia. This is going to be a good game, man. This is going to be a good game. At least I hope so. Uh, Jalen Hurts, even though the Eagles aren't performing well, he's still killing it for fantasy. Um, but the Eagles give up the third most uh, fantasy points to the running back. So I think that this bodes really well for Austin Eckler. Uh, Justin Herbert needs a good bounce back game. He hasn't been performing well lately. Um, what do you think of the Chargers and how they're going to do, especially Mike Williams and Keenan Allen? Philly's been good against wide receivers. Yeah, they, they've been good, but I mean – I don't know what what Justin Herbert's been doing, you know, with both Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. You know, I, I don't think they're going to slow him down at all. Um, I, I think they're both going to like Keenan Allen. I was shocked that he was wide receiver thirty a couple weeks ago, um, but like I said, the back half of the year, I think he's going to turn that around and and he's just going to kill it. Um, yeah, I'm I'm not worried about either of them at all in this game. Um, is Austin Eckler was he's a uh, Where's he at right now? I thought I was just looking at the list of, of the, like all for, the all the rankings, the leaders of this year. Oh, he's second. Where, he's second. Okay. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's right he, behind yeah, Derek Henry. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like I said, the the Eagles give up a lot of receptions, a lot of yards to the running back position. I think this is a big Austin Eckler game. Uh, I'm personally, you know, stressing about Mike Williams. Uh, I don't. I don't think he's going to have a great game. He hasn't had a good couple weeks. Uh, Keenan Allen hopefully does bounce back, but I think Philly will put up a fight in this one. They've been using a three-headed monster at the running back position, so I wonder if Gainwell and Scott um, are going to keep it up with Jordan Howard. But of those three, do you, if you have Gainwell or Scott, are you playing either of them? Probably Boston Scott if I was. Um, although he was my stream of the week last week, so I don't know if he's going to hit two weeks in a row. <laughs> yeah, know. two touchdowns. That was nice. Yeah. Well, yeah. They, they ran – I mean – you gotta, you gotta write that week out, last week off for Philly because they just they ran the ball like crazy, um, so you know they didn't they didn't weren't able to really pass the ball. So and you got a three headed monster, not monster. They got the three headed tandem of of Jordan Howard, Boston Scott, and Gainwell. Unfortunately, they couldn't use Miles Sanders at all for some reason when he was around. But I digress. So yeah, I th- I think you got to start. You got you got to sit Devonta Smith as well. I'm not. Too excited for him. Uh, the Chargers have been doing well against the wide receiver position. Devonta Smith has not had a 100-yard game 
or touchdown since his first week. Um, they just they need to get on the same page. They need to click. Uh, hopefully, it's going to be happening, but I just don't think it'll be this week. Do you have any? Oh, Dallas Goddard. I love him this week. Love Dallas Goddard. Uh, the Chargers give up a lot of points to the tight end position. We see him now without Zach Ertz. Had respectable 70-plus yards last week. Uh, Dallas Goddard's top five tight end this week for me. Anything you got left to add for the Chargers, Philly? Nope. Should be good. Uh, what about Mike Williams or Christian Kirk, especially if DeAndre Hopkins sits? Mike Williams. Mike Williams or Chris Godwin? Godwin. DK Metcalf or Mike Williams? DK Metcalf. Haha, joke's on you. He's on bye week. Oh, fuck, I'm done. <laughs> uh, all right, Green Bay and the Chiefs. <laughs> I walked into that one. Sorry. Uh, so we know the big thing. I We didn't talk about it earlier, but Aaron Rodgers has COVID. What's going on with that, man? We, we've we heard a, a couple things that Aaron Rodgers has brought up this week. Um, certainly was in a lot of negative attention in the media. Uh, people thought he was vaccinated. Apparently he was immunized um, in, in his terms. So he's not going to play, though. But he can't come back to the facility till next Saturday. Uh, they said, though, he can't be tested You know, with the protocols of the NFLPA and the way they have all this set up. He can't be tested now for 90 days. So he cannot test positive for COVID again uh, to sit out, except 90 days from now is 10 days before the Super Bowl. So hopefully nothing happens there. But for fantasy purposes, we should be all right with Rodgers after this week, um, as long as symptoms don't have him missing next Sunday too. Uh, so with that being said, though, I'm, I've seen a lot of people. So the Packers were like plus seven and a half. A lot of people were liking the Packers, and I don't understand it. Like I, un, I get that Jordan Love was a first-round pick. We haven't seen much from him, but you're still going to the Chiefs at Arrowhead against Mahomes. I know they've been bad, but it's not the starting quarterback. Yeah, this might be a turnaround game for the Chiefs here. Uh, I, 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 I like Love. I think he's got a lot of potential. You know, sitting there learning under under Aaron Rodgers. Maybe just needed a couple of years. Rodgers set for three years before he was Aaron Rodgers. So, um, I don't know. I, I mean, plus seven or seven and a half. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I know the Chiefs have been struggling, but yeah, Devonte Adams is back too, so that's good. But yeah, I, I don't. I still think the Chiefs are gonna gonna handle this one. Would you play AJ Dillon? Uh, is Aaron Jones hurt? No, I'll be playing. Um, uh, but yeah, you know, not. just with the with the with the two at a monster with Jordan Love, how you know how much are they going to throw to everyone besides yeah, Devontae Adams? I guess maybe if they want to keep the ball out of Mahomes' hands. Yeah, the if Chiefs. You, if you have to, middle of the pack and rushing defense. Need somebody maybe, but I'm not excited about it. Ah, well, you know, actually, they do give up the fifth most receiving yards to running backs, so uh, probably a good Aaron Jones game and. Yeah, AJ Dillon didn't get anything in the receiving two weeks ago. So, uh, yeah, start start your Tyreeks, start your Kelsey, uh, start Darrell Williams with Derek uh, Gore coming into play. What do you think, Derek? Gore Williams. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Derek Gore kind of came out of nowhere. So, I'm Frank Gore's long lost about, child. Yeah, I'm not excited about either, but. Maybe probably probably Williams, but if, if they use Gore more, I wouldn't be surprised. All right. Uh Arizona and the 49ers. So 49ers, man, we just keep hitting up on these things. Uh Jimmy Garoppolo. He will be playing. George Kittle's coming back. Are you worried about Debo Samuel who might be playing? Are you worried? Sorry, are you if he plays? Are you worried about his consistent performances? Like if like that continuing? I mean, I talked about him being a sell last week. He can't. Kittle's keep not coming up. back this week, right? Uh, I believe they said he might be. Maybe I am. Maybe I'm crazy. Was well, they activated him off fire to come next week? Uh, well, are you concerned with Arizona, 
who might be without Murray and Hopkins. Do you think that's going to be a positive for the Niners to run the ball? Or do you think, again, Debo Samuel can continue? I think Debo will continue until Kittle comes yeah, back. He's playing. Um, yeah, they activated him. Yeah, they activated him. He will be playing. I mean, maybe this week, too, just because I don't know how much they'll use Kittle or how much they plan to use Kittle. Um, and that may be because Debo is not playing then, you know. Maybe oh, Debo's not playing? Well, I'm wondering, he's questionable with a calf, just like Kittle, but I wonder if they brought oh. Kittle back because Debo may not, you know. And then this is – I'm sure they're going to run a lot. Um yeah, Elijah Mitchell's. So, but yeah, uh, I don't know. I see who plays and then and go from there. But you got to play both of them. You know, okay. Got to play Kittle if he's playing, and I feel like if Debo's playing with what he's doing, you have to play him until he stops doing it. I well, I got asked a tough question. If Debo doesn't play, are you starting Brandon Ayuk? Probably. I think it'd be a good flex option. You got you got a lot of courage there. Uh, for the Arizona Cardinals, you got through somebody. I, mean. I know. If if Murray doesn't play, are you? Were I mean, you're starting Hopkins. You have to. Uh, let's say he plays too. Are you starting anybody else? If Murray doesn't play, Chase are you starting Edmonds? Edmonds? I mean. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he'll have to. Maybe he'll get a lot of pass catching with those uh, that defensive line coming through for San Francisco. All right, two games left. Two games left. We got Tennessee at the Rams for Sunday Night Football. Uh, Tennessee is the worst in the league against the pass. And you're getting the number one wide receiver right now in Cooper Cup. Uh, One of the top quarterbacks in Matthew Stafford. Uh, What do you see happening for the Rams in Tennessee? Tennessee's been – they've been beating some people. Buffalo, they beat the Chiefs. Um, they've been turning some things no around. Henry now, though. No, no Derek Henry, so. They're going to be you passing. Think- I think the Rams are going to come out in this one, but, you know, obviously Cooper Cup is going to have a great game. Robert Woods might even get some of his, Daryl Henderson. Um, but I think it'll be a high-scoring game, um, and all the passing options all around are going to do just fine. Yeah, I agree. Daryl Henderson is going to be a massive start. Uh, Tennessee also allows the most targets, catches, and yards to the running back position. Uh, so I, I fully fully expect uh, McVay to work up some things for Daryl Henderson. I wonder as well if that means Robert, Robert Woods will get some more, maybe some more carries, maybe some more bubble screens. Uh, they'll use a lot of short field and get a lot of yards after catch for them. So I think, uh, I think it's going to be a big game for all your Rams. What about Van Jefferson? Are you excited uh, for what he can bring to the table now that they – they did drop uh they dropped Deshaun Jackson, excuse me. So Van Jefferson, the second year rookie come the second year player coming out, uh has at least double digit points in the last two weeks and seven six targets. So are you thinking about him him as a flex at all? Maybe if you're if you're desperate, but as long as Cooper Cup and Robert Woods are there, um I'm I'm Randall not, Cobb or the, Van the Jefferson. Feeling's just not just not there. What Randall Cobb or Van Jefferson? Randall. Oh. I mean, Van. Uh, I'm really not excited about either of those, but I guess maybe yeah. Van Jefferson. Well, you know, if you're expecting Stafford to have a 300 plus yard game, Jefferson may be a good benefactor of that. Um, Robert Woods, though, like I said, hoping he gets some carries. What about Robert Woods or Cole Beasley? Robert Woods. Uh, Woods or. Jalen Waddle. Brother Woods. Okay. All right, last game. Chicago at Pittsburgh. Nope. Well, we talked uh, – sorry. We talked a little bit about A.J. Brown uh, with Tennessee earlier. Um, you're going to start him. He's playing surefire. What about Julio, though? Um, I believe Julio is going to be sitting – or not sitting, I'm sorry. I believe Julio's going to be playing. Yeah, they took him off the injury report with the hamstring. So he's not going to have any issues. Good to go. Are you expecting Julio to start turning it around? Because the man's got one game over nine points in PPR. Um, he's going to have to now. He's um, nowhere where I thought was going to be. I was like I, I said, I, Julio. I expect them to start throwing more. Uh, and he's yeah. got to be a benefactor of it. Um, I know A.J. Brown will, but I, they got to get it going. So. 
six, eight, four, five, and four for Julio's targets. I just, yeah, I don't get it. I mean, it, I understand the separation is not the same it was. The burning is not the same it was, but you're still throwing in one of the best uh, wide receivers, contested catch wide receivers ever. So I think they need to give him the ball some more. I agree with that. Um, all right, Chicago at Pittsburgh. So we're seeing the emergence of Najee Harris. He is becoming very dominant, um, trying to show Jamar Chase he can be that rookie of the year. Uh, and then you got Chicago coming in with Justin Fields. Had a nice week last week. Looked impressive, even though they got uh, uh, smacked. But um, I'm liking what Fields is doing. We talked a bit last week about Robinson, uh, Darnell Mooney. Are you excited about either of those players to start this week against Pittsburgh? Who, Mooney and who, what would you say? Allen Robinson. Allen Robinson. Um, <laughs> I'm never excited to play either, either of them, but um... – not really. I mean, Najee Harris. I'm perfectly happy with playing him, but I don't. I don't know. It's really unfortunate what's what's happening to Allen Robinson. But he dropping him so yet? Good. I know. I never yeah. dropping. I can't drop him. There's nothing on the waiver wire to drop Allen Robinson for, in my opinion. Um. So let me ask you this: If you saw Allen Robinson on the waivers, you'd pick him up. Probably, I would try. I would do my best to, but and just How about Lavisca Chanel until I had to play him. Lavisca Chanel or Allen Robinson. Um, probably this. Yeah, you got him, man, dude. He has ten point fours as most points. That's it. They got a bye week next week. Then they're playing Baltimore, Detroit, Arizona, Green Bay. Uh it's sad. It's sad. We were we were we cried about him last week. Um, but Pittsburgh, Dante Johnson's playing well. And like I said, Najee's playing well. Uh Ben Roethlisberger's not playing well. So it's probably gonna be a Najee game. Uh, make sure you're starting him. Najee's a top five running back for me this week. Um, I'm excited about Deontay Johnson, Chicago. Um, they give up a good amount of, of yards to the wide receiver position. And then you have, like we said, um Khalil Mack. Or I'm sorry, not Khalil Mack. Why am I blanking? Yeah, right, Khalil Mack, he's in, injured, right? Am I wrong? Maybe I'm not blanking on that. Um, but, yeah, I don't expect Chicago to do too well against Pittsburgh, even though they haven't been able to put up a lot of points. Um, but I'm expecting Pittsburgh to handle this game. Uh, so start your Deontay, start your Chase, start your um, Najee confidently. But where is Chase actually for the last week? Because he's been struggling too. Last week he finally got um, finally got some yards. Uh, 45 yards because he only had the 17 two weeks prior to that. Um, but coming off 130 yards and a touchdown uh, the week before, hopefully this is a get-right game for him. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Chase Claypool or what about Darius Slayton for the Giants? Claypool. What about Claypool or Jamison Crowder? Claypool. Yeah, it's funny because he already played. Uh, Claypool. <laughs> what about T. Higgins or Claypool? Probably T. Higgins. Yeah, I, I, I like I like T. this week to get a touchdown or two. Um, he needs to get get a rebound. Okay. Woo! Got through the matchups, man. We did it. We did it. We talked about our starts, got some streams in there. Let me just round it up. Um, my stream of the week was Brian Edwards at the Giants, and Eric had – oh, you didn't even talk much about Dan Arnold. I didn't say anything about him. Yeah, well. Well, he was my stream all. of the week. Hey. Yeah, against against the Patriots. No, against the or, Bills. I'm sorry, against the Bills. <laughs> oh, I was thinking about Carolina for a second. Yeah. Um, what, do, what are you seeing for Dan Arnold? It just more of they're going to be playing from behind, and I think he's going to have to lean on Dan Arnold. I think Trey White's going to shut down the wide receivers there. Um, and like I said, yeah, he's just going to have to lean on him. Uh, in the past game, on top of that, he's been building up the connection with, with Trevor Lawrence since he got there. Um, and he's been getting better and better every week. So um, if, if you need a tight end streamer, he's he's the one I'm, I'm plugging in there. I've been, I'm actually playing him in like three leagues. All right, putting your money where – where your mouth is i like it uh beautiful and i had my start of the week was damian harris at carolina uh like we said he's been on fire lately um 80 plus yards in the last three games and he's gotten at least four touch four he's got scored in four straight games has five touchdowns total there 
So I'm expecting uh, him to do well and get lean on for Carolina. And your start of the week, Eric? Zach Moss in the same game. Um, um, just mainly, like I said, I'm very confident the Bills are going to be up in this the entire time. Um, I think they're going to be putting points up, but I still think they're going to be able to successfully run the ball, and Zach Moss is going to be a benefactor of that. Um, and I think he's going to get in the end zone. So Awesome. Awesome. All right, guys. Like I said, don't forget to uh, follow us on Twitter. Uh, find me at Antonio Denisi FF, Eric at Biggie underscore FF, and Keenan at Keenan underscore 716, and the pod at Dynasty Mafia underscore FF. Uh, make sure to follow us on YouTube, uh, youtube.com slash Dynasty Mafia podcast. You can uh, make sure to like, subscribe, hit that bell so you can know when we are on here every single time. Uh, yeah, I appreciate all of you guys for listening. Hopefully it was a great show. Send us any start sick questions. Um, we miss you, Keenan. We will have him back next week. Uh, getting ready for week 10, double digits. Here we go, guys. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm still, I, I know we were ready to close it, but I, I'm just still like, I can't believe we're in week 10. Um, this season is flying. Yeah. I keep getting excited that, uh, we have 16, 16 games this year, but. I better make some playoffs, darn it. That's for sure. Yeah. All right, guys. Enjoy your Saturday night. Enjoy your Sundays. Best of luck. Mafia out.